Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't. You know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Chilling, man. Chilling, you know. It's a beautiful Sunday. Um, Zidane is back in the squad. For those of you who don't know, I'm a Madrid fan, and uh, Zidane is back. I no longer have to suffer through more humiliation throughout the rest of the season. So that's good. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Is that the first time you asked me how I'm doing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> what are we, like 30, 40 episodes deep? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking, of, speaking of Real Madrid, I actually just saw this stat. Um, and this is something that one of our past guests on the show, Nicole Sertica, brought up. Every time a manager comes in to uh, a new team, there's a spike in injuries. Oh, shit. And Real Madrid have had 41 injuries in the past year. 29 of those have been muscular. How crazy is that? And this is their – Zidane is technically their fourth managerial appointment or their fourth manager over the last year. Huh. That's pretty Hopefully. cool. Uh, well, not cool for me because I'm, you know, I, I don't want, you know, we, we already doing bad as it is. So we don't want more players to be injured. True, true, true. Well, to avoid injury, you got to get stronger and you got to gain muscle, right? And that's what today's topic is all about. Um, we're going to tell you guys exactly what you need to do to help gain muscle, um, why you think it'll help you out and exactly how to get there. So we're going to start with the basics. Um, it always comes down to eating right and exercising, right, Berg? Yes. So what? there's a lot of things that you can kind of this – this episode is going to be very, very surface in terms of um, the information we're going to go over. Um, in terms of eating right and exercising and gaining muscle, you also have to think about when the best time to do this is. And in fitness in general and performance in sport, um, you have the off-season where you're not doing anything. You have the preseason where you're starting up with your team again, doing those heavy training sessions. And then you have your in-season where you're actually playing and competing in games. Um, and what we've studied and what we've learned is that it's best to do any sort of heavy muscle gaining or strength training during the off-season. Because once you go into preseason and in-season, your number one priority is to perform on the field. That is correct. And also we can't, um, some people have advocated for, um, for to continue the strength training during the in-season and during the preseason. But what happened is that, you know, you start training so much that you may potentially increase your risk for injury because the training load is just going to be too much. Going to the gym and then, you know, going, going to train with other team, um, it, that's just too much. So that's why, like, they want, they want you guys to do the, the, all the strength training 
in the off season because you can dedicate your whole time for that and then not have to worry about other type of training that will, you know, tax your body. Yeah, agreed. And as you move into the season, you're, you're definitely going to stay lifting. Like you're going to lift maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. It's not going to be like the four five, six times a week that you could do during the off season. That is true. And typically what they do is um, they, they like the, they like you to get strong in the off season period. So that way, you know, you accumulate some muscle that will help you um, generally prevent injury um, throughout the rest of the season. Not, not prevent injury, but to reduce your risk of, of injury throughout the rest of the season. We had a podcast on, on um, I think uh, a, a, we, we covered the basic stuff about strength training. And we did mention that, you know, the stronger you get and the less, um, you, the less of your chance to be injured at the same time, you know, you, you get a little bit more in terms of your speed and power. So that's why it's important to start your um, strength training and to get stronger in the beginning, like during the off season. Exactly. And another reason to that kind of complements that is whenever you gain muscle, it, it pretty much means your muscles are growing and they're becoming thicker and wider. And there's a thing in the world of strength and conditioning where we call the muscle cross-sectional area. And that's pretty much saying if you cut your muscle in half, how much, how much area are you looking at? How wide is your muscle? And the wider your muscles are, the more force they can produce, meaning the better they can work to prevent you from getting injured. Gotcha. So you can go. I was going to say, and I, I was going to ask you, so it's all said and done. We all know the benefit of getting stronger, but most people, like players, like soccer players have this thing where, especially European guys, if, 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 I don't know if you've talked to a European guys in a soccer team, they have no basic of how to get stronger. One, and they don't want to go to the gym in the first place. So that's, that's, that's really hard. So I, if, if I'm a European guy and I'm not trying to shit on European um, soccer players, but if, if I'm a European, I'm mostly focused on technique and I don't know much about, you know, the, you know, the, the strength and conditioning aspect. What, when I go to the gym, like in, with the purpose of getting stronger, what am I going to do? Like, how do I start? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. So if let's say you're, you're a, little skinny European guy, you know, coming over to America for a tryout. And, you know, you, you perform well on the field, but once you go into physical tests, you're kind of lacking. And I think the, the best place to start um, if you do want to gain muscle is going to be a full body program. Um, and these full body programs, they allow you to do what we call compound movements, meaning movements that let you move more than one joint at a time. So for instance, if you take the squat, right, you're bending at the hips and you're bending at the knees. So in that case, it's almost like you're getting a two for one. It's like a double benefit type of thing. Um, same thing with the deadlift squat or, or you're bending at the knees and the hips. Same thing with the bench press. You're doing the shoulder and the elbow. And whenever you do these compound movements, they are going to take up more energy, um, which is why if you're a beginner, you do them because you can do compound lifts for the lower body and the upper body in the same day. So that way you can improve your strength quicker. Got you. And how do I know like the right amount to lift? So there's, there's a, there's a few things you can do. Um, if you're a beginner, 
obviously you want to play it safe, right? Um, you definitely don't want to get injured in the weight room because then you can't perform on the field and that maybe will lead you to not going into the weight room later on. Um, there is something called the, the one rep max, meaning it's the most weight you can lift for just one repetition. Um, sometimes it's hard to measure. So they actually have what they call three rep and five rep maximums. And if you guys are interested, um, we'll have a link to this in the description too. Um, there are calculators that you can use to measure out your one, three, and five rep max. And as you're going throughout your training session, what you can do is take percentages of that and use that to program your list, which you can talk about. Um, we're going to talk about that in a later episode as well. So um, those are the few things you can do. Um, personally, for me, when I was a beginner, I went in the gym. I started light. Um, for upper body mo motions, I like to increase it by um, up to five pounds every week if I thought every it was too week. easy. Okay. And for lower body, I like to increase it by between five and 10 pounds if it was too easy. Got you. Okay. So ideally, that's what you want to do when you go to the gym, right? You figure out your one rep max, which is, like you said, it's generally difficult and not exactly safe. <laughs> so you want to go towards the, 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 you said three to four reps. I don't think I've heard of the three to four one. Max, I've heard of all right the ten reps. Like if you can do ten, and then at the end of the last two reps, you're tired. That's generally like a good way to start. And then you said, like you said, every week you you add like <clears throat> every week you add like f five pounds to it. Yeah, so you can either add between five and ten pounds, or you can actually increase the amount of reps that you do. So let's say I go to the gym right, and I'm squatting one thirty five, one hundred thirty five pounds. And this week I do three sets of eight repetitions and I thought it was too easy. The next week I have the choice of either a adding more pounds, right? So I can bump it up to 145, do three yeah. sets of eight, or I can say, I'm going to still do three sets, but instead of eight, I'm going to do 10. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to keep the, the reps the same, but instead I'm going to do more sets. So I'll do an extra set at the end. So those are the few things that you can use to help increase um, your training volume. Another thing that I, I wanted to mention is just, you know, like if you have no experience lifting and if you go and you, you try to implement one of those methods, you know, like chances are you, you, you know, I, I know for me, like I, I'm going to, I'm going to overdo it and I'm going to get sore. And I might not be able to, you know, go up the stairs the next days. And most people don't like that kind of feeling and that, that keep them away from actual strength training period because they don't like the feeling of being sore and you know, not be able to just go up the stairs or even cough. Have you ever trained so much that you start coughing and your whole body hurts? Yeah, yeah, that's, I, not, that's, 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 that's not good, man. I will tell you that since I was injured, I haven't done like squats or deadlifts in a while. And I, when I went for the first time, maybe three or four weeks ago, I was doing my deadlifts and oh. my abs were sore for, I think it was about six or seven days. Yeah, man. And, and, uh, that another concept that, um, I've read a lot about, um, when it comes to getting stronger, they talk about volume and volume is that it's the number of, of repetition you do. Um, to out a workout, right? So if you go and you do, say you do like three sets of 
um, three sets of eight um, for an exercise such as a squat, right? But <laughs> you you go heavy on those three sets of eight and you just keep going. You you, you start put adding on to the weight. Generally, what's going to happen? You're going to be sore. So um, a recommendation um, for beginners is just to you do two sets. You do two sets of um, two sets of eight or two sets of five um, the first week. So that way you're not overloading your body and you're able to come to the gym multiple times instead of coming once a week and you kill yourself um, with the squat and you're so sore that you can't even come like in within three days to continue lifting. What they recommend is you do, you do, you do a, a, a low volume each day, like two sets of eight or two sets of five instead of three sets. So you reduce the volume um, during the day that you go, but you're not so sore that you're able to come to the next day and or, or, or two days later and continue with the same amount of repetition. That way, that's a good baseline for the first week. You're not too sore. You're not lifting too much weight, but you're able to come to the gym more days because you, you, you're fresh. And when you calculate the amount of volume that you did, the amount of repetition in total that you did throughout the week, it's going to be a lot more than if you were to go so intense. Because if you were to go very too intense, you would just go to the gym one time a week and you're going to be sore for the, next, for, for the rest of the week. But if you, if you keep it light the first week, but you, if, when you keep it light the first week, you're able to go multiple days. So instead of one, you're able to maybe go three times or four times. So you end up accumulating more volume. So that's a recommendation for the first week that you, you know, if you're a beginner, first week you're going to go to a gym, just keep it light. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I think if you're, if you're a true beginner, as in if you've never been to the gym and lifted weights, I would say that's a good strategy to follow for maybe like the first three or four weeks because the more you go to the gym, um, the more practice you get, yes. right? And with that, your form is going to get better. So for instance, if you're learning how to squat and deadlift and bench press and all that, you need to do those movements a lot because the more you do them, ideally, the better you get. And if you're only doing them once a week, then you're not going to have that, that – quote, muscle memory kick in and you're not going to have correct form possibly. Um, another thing to mention is being fresh in between workouts, right? And it's recommended that for each major muscle group, like legs versus arms versus um, chest or whatever, you have at least 48 to 72 hours in between training sessions, right? So if I do legs on Monday, Ideally, I shouldn't do legs again until either Wednesday or Thursday. And if I do arms on Tuesday, ideally, I shouldn't do arms again until either Thursday or Friday. Now, that's going to vary a lot depending on um, what muscle groups you're training, um, what your lifting experience is, if you're in season versus out of season, um, what your training split is like, a lot of things. And these are just things for you to kind of keep track with and taking consideration when you're planning your workouts. Oh, another thing to consider too is, um, <clears throat> I know some of you are, I know <laughs> I already know some of you are already thinking, ah, I don't see how bench pressing or some other exercise are going to help me, you know, with soccer. Um, those will generally speaking, they are more functional exercise than others. Their exercises are better for your sport than other sport. But if you're a beginner, um, we recommend you start with the general 
um, exercise first, um, such as a squat. You know, if the bench press, Andy and I, the bench press is not my ideal one. Like, I would not go bench pressing. I stopped bench pressing like many years ago, but doesn't mean that it's not a great exercise to gain upper body strength. So if you're a beginner, you, you have no relative, man. You should start with that first and, and build it up. But as you get better, like let's say now you're in the fourth weeks and you start doing those exercises a little bit better. And now you want to move on to a little bit more complex exercises. You shouldn't just keep it the same exercise for like the whole 12 weeks of the off season. The first week, you know, you start with a group of exercises, the first three weeks. And in the next three weeks, you, you either add some more complicated exercise to it. For example, let's say you were doing a squat, like a squat. Now you're going to do, you know, you're going to progress it to like a split squat or a rear elevated squat with, with, you know, switch it to a single leg, make the exercise a little bit more, a little bit more difficult. Cause that's, that's another way to, to keep getting stronger and not to, stay at the same, ex- not to use the same exercise that you've been doing, because what's going to happen is if you keep doing the same thing that you've been doing, your body's going to, your body's going to be like, okay, you know, I'm good with this one. You know, I've been doing this a lot. I'm getting used to it. You're not going to get stronger by doing the same exercises for a long period of time. So that's why you have to keep switching your, your routine every time so that your body doesn't get acclimated to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think we've done a good job of giving really the, the very basics of strength training so far, but now we're going to dive in, give you guys a few of our, our secret keys, like we, we like to call it on how to get like super swole, right? So how do you get those muscles to really grow, really expand? Um, we're going to start with what you should eat, right? And if oh, you yeah. want to gain muscle, you got to eat a lot. Um, you have to eat a lot of protein. You have to eat frequently. Um, personally, I like to eat a lot of chicken. So I have chicken with almost every meal. Um, I like lean meat. So chicken, turkey, um, low fat beef. Um, I like all that stuff, but Berg, what, what do you like to eat for gaining muscle? Um, so right after I work out, I usually, um, drink some protein shake. Because what happened is when, you know, after you work out, you know, you experience, your body experiences a lot of muscle damage. So you want a you wanna, you wanna good amount of, you know, what they call a protein or amino acid to rebuild those muscle. So I li- ideally what I like to do is just right after the workout, two scoops of protein. Ideally, I, I like whey protein because it's, it's very simple. Um, I don't like to use the complicated stuff. I use whey protein, uh, two scoops, um, put in a blender. Um, I, I don't, I don't add any, um, <laughs> those of you, some of you guys might not be able to do this. Me, I just add water to it and then I just drink it. Some people, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's making faces already. but yeah, just bro. add water to it. Just mix it up and then drink it right away, man. It's fast. Cause you know, if I add, you know, banana, you, you don't, you don't have to do what I'm doing. But for me, I, I like to get those, I mean, the protein into my body really fast. So I just mix it up with water and then I just drink it. Afterwards, though, you know, I, I, I'll go with, you know, like you said, chicken. You know, I just do some chicken, some vegetable, and some rice. Rice is, has to be there in my meal. It's, if, not, if it's not there, <laughs> I know it's, I might as well not eat. But, you know, you should have a good amount of protein um, into your meal. But, you know, I generally keep the meal um, balanced. 
protein, carbs, vegetable, but you should eat a little bit more protein because, you know, you just went to the gym and um, put some damage into your muscles. So you need a lot of those proteins to make, to keep you recover. Yeah. I just want to double down on how, how important protein is. If you, if you study anything about biology or biochemistry and exercise science, the, the muscle is literally built of protein. So saying that you want to gain muscle without eating protein is like saying you want to build a brick house and you don't have any bricks. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally impossible. Like you need to have your protein. And we know that some of you are also vegetarian, which is, um, which is going to make it a little bit harder, not going to lie, but there are still plenty of foods you can eat that are rich in protein. So I have a whole list here for you guys. Some of the best foods, um, including tofu, beans, Greek yogurt, depending on what type of vegetarian you are, you can eat eggs, um, lentils, nuts, and nut butters. Um, those are all things that you can eat to help increase the amount of protein you're consuming every day. Um, but kind of going off the, the whole food thing, we also have to pay attention to make sure we're not overeating, right? Because you also still got to stay light and fresh for the upcoming season. And you definitely don't want to show up to training camp overweight. So um, that's also something to take into consideration. That's true. Like one big the, uh, rule of thumb is um, <clears throat> just think about it as if, what if somebody just told you, go outside and sprint right away? <laughs> that's why you don't want to ever overeat. You should eat enough, but you should never get full. I don't know if that makes sense. Really hard to do, especially for hard. me. Especially for me. That's a neat one. So you said that if you should never, if you, whenever you eat and you, you should be able to sprint right after you eat. Uh, it's, it's an analogy that I, I've heard somebody mention. Um, he's a strength and conditioning guy. He was saying that, listen, and he does like tactical training. And he said, listen, what if I have to kick somebody's ass? Like if I go outside. <laughs> so if I'm too full, like, there's no way I'm going to be able to kick that person's ass. So it's the same analogy, right? So, you know, say you, you know, you, you're about to go sprint outside. You know, you should not eat to the point where your, your whole body is full, you know, but eat to the point where, listen, you, you eat, you know, you satiate it, but you're not, you're not really, like, you're not full. Don't, 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 go, don't go eat to the point where your stomach is, like, you know, you have to unbuckle your belt because your belly is just popping out. Mm. Like, don't go crazy. Yeah, I, guilty as charged, bro. What can yeah, I say? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but going back to lifting, right? There are a few rep ranges that you should um, definitely keep track of. So, if you want to train for strength and hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, um, you want to keep your rep ranges for strength ideally from about three to six, and for hypertrophy between like six and 12, um, which is why if I want to gain muscle, I'm probably hitting like the six, seven, eight rep range because that way I'm getting both strength and hypertrophy. Yeah. So ideally guys like, well, to add into that, to, to that Andy, you know, if you just starting out, like don't go intense right away, right? Just go, just go the, the wait. What, what's the, what's the range for um, hypertrophy again? It's about six to 12. So, yeah. So ideally, if you go, you start to go to that range first. Pick a weight 
where you're able to do six to 12 reps. Ideally, you want to keep it 10 to 12. Um, just do that first for the first like three weeks. And then after that first three weeks, then you want to go focus a little bit more on strength. Now you're going to add more to the weight and then do like three reps. No, agreed, agreed. And another thing to also consider in between your sets is you have a rest period, right? So if you truly, truly want to gain more strength, um, you should be resting at least a minute and a half to two minutes in between each set. Um, if you're going very heavy, it should be upwards of like three to four minutes in between each set, um, which is going to limit how many exercises you can do, right? Because most people like to train for an hour, like lift for an hour. Um, and if you're taking rest of three, four, five minutes in between each set, then that's going to limit on how many exercises you can do. So um, this is another thing that, for you to keep track of. There's a way to bypass that. There's a way to bypass that. So let's say, for example, like I'm doing, um, I'm doing squat, right? And then I did, um, I'm doing, I'm, I'm in a stage where, I want my, I want muscle growth. So I'm doing three sets of like, um, six to 12, um, with a weight, with a given weight. Right. So what, right after I do the first set, instead of resting a minute, like you suggest, I can just go into an, an upper body exercise. I can just get down and do a push up, or I can just do a pull up with some weight. So I'm, I'm, I'm using a different muscle group, you know, that way I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not taxing my lower body. Um, I switch to a different muscle group and then I just do two exercises in that period of time. Yep. And then after I'm done with pull-ups, then I couldn't go back into the squats again because technically I just give the squatter uh, my lower body a rest. I was doing upper, extra, upper body exercise. It's a good way too, to get some cardio because <laughs> you can think about it. You, you're doing two exercises at once. Uh, your heart rate is going to be in the 120, 125 range. Yeah, so... Um, a few things on that. That's definitely a very good tactic to use. Um, you just have to know yourself and you have to really know if you think you're overdoing it with your body because let's take that same example, right? If you're doing a squat, you're using mostly legs, but you're also using core too, right? And then if you're doing pull-ups, um, you should be using your core while you're doing those too. So in that case, you're kind of working out your core twice and it's not really getting a break. Um, I definitely love to use that tactic when it comes to doing things like arms, right? Because you can do biceps and go straight into triceps. And in that case, there's really no overlap in between the two. So if you are going to do, and that's called supersetting. Um, yeah. If you are going to do that, then just be sure that you're in tune with your body and you know you're not overdoing it. Got you. And we're definitely going to have another podcast on um – I would say like um more so this podcast i don't know it, to me like it's a little bit general like we're just giving you a little bit general information um those of you don't know anything about um how to get stronger we're just giving you a general guideline that you can use to get stronger but you know once you let's say you you know you're good with those general guideline you you understand and you want to um be a little more advanced um we're going to have another podcast where and i'll go into like um, specific um, exercise and, and how to set it up a more functional training kind of thing where, you know, it, you know, I, I explain like how to set it up, which exercise come first and whatnot. That'll be a little bit more 
geared towards um um I would say like the less not the last one that'll be a little bit more geared towards um more functional strength training that's gonna pertain exactly to what you do on a soccer field. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. And I think that's really all we have for today. I mean we can we can easily Oh wait, talk we forgot to this. mention um we forgot to mention sleep. Oh true, true. <laughs> sleep tell us about sleep, Yo, listen, listen. We we do have a podcast on all the benefit of sleep, but I'm just gonna say this. You can lift as you know, you can have you can do as much volume as you want. Let's say you're training like five days a week and and you can get the volume that you, as much volume as you need, but if you're not sleeping, you're not recovering well, you you're doing yourself a disservice. It's like you're doing you did all this work and then you just basically erase it the next day because you you recovering is just so important when it comes to like getting stronger agreed agree make sure you get your sleep because when you're working out your body is technically like slightly damaging itself and when you go to sleep it recovers so that's why sleep is important try to sleep at least seven eight nine hours if you can um but yeah i mean that's really all we have for today um we're definitely going to do probably a few more episodes at least do a deeper dive into some of these issues here, but we hope to see you guys next week. All right. Peace.